Welcome to another episode of the Calgary Fitness Podcast. Uh, this one was great with Kristen Sneed. Her and I, she and I, uh, worked together at Orange Theory Fitness Kensington location. We did that for about uh, a year and a half, two years. Uh, but great, you guys know her passion, her unbelievable just strength and commitment to helping people is just incredible. So we had a chance to sit down and chat and talk about online training and talk about how things have changed because of COVID. Uh, more importantly, she is a parent, as I'm sure you may be as well, trying to navigate this new COVID world. So we talked about, you know, being able to not judge yourself so much during this time because she mentioned that her kids have a little bit more screen time, which we just have to let to be okay during this time. Overjudging ourselves all the time is just, it's what's killing us. And I want you to know that you have support from incredible people like Kristen and myself. So if you guys enjoy this podcast, make sure you share it with someone that you know, someone that you love, give it a five-star rating, and here's the podcast. Got Kristen with me, Kristen on the Calgary Fitness Podcast. Kristen, I, I, I just want to know, you and I have known each other for, I'd say about one and a half, two years now. Um, we met through Orange Theory, but I just want to know you personally. Um, what's your background in fitness? Who are you? What are you all about? And how are you? Why are you so passionate about fitness? All right. So yeah, Kristen, I started like a lot of females do in the fitness industry. I think I had um, a corporate job, corporate job in the oil and gas world. I had some kids and decided I I hated the corporate world. I did not want to go back. And uh, fitness was always a part of my life. I was passionate about it. So why not, why not make my passion my, my job? So I, uh, I've been a trainer for about eight years now, working in group fitness and personal training. I've worked at a couple Orange Theory locations, and most recently I am at uh, the Orange Theory Fitness in Okotoks. I teach some group fitness classes at Trico Center for Family Wellness as well. And uh, most recently, I have started taking on clients in my brand new home gym, personal and small group. So I've been doing it uh, about eight years and I absolutely love, love, love it. Yeah. And uh, well, I mean, it's, it's interesting too. You mentioned Trico, you mentioned Orange Theory. No one predicted this COVID thing happening. I guess, how has your business, your name, your theory, how has everything kind of changed around uh, how you train your clients right now? Is it, are you doing online stuff? What's going on? So right now I do have the Instagram lives that I am doing every now and then. I have Facebook lives. I do Facebook live every Friday at 8 a.m. If you want to follow along, uh, Kristen Fitness. And, And other than that, all virtual. So I do have a virtual client who maintains her accountability by scheduling some sessions with me where we hop on Zoom or, um, you know, Facebook Messenger and we do a workout together that way. So accountability um, has been a big, big thing for a lot of people right now. So that's how I'm, I'm working with clients to maintain that account, accountability. Um, yeah. I don't think Missing it's everybody, like, I know. Yeah. I, it's crazy how much you miss like that in-person support and everything. Like, yes, we are all adjusting and yes, we're trying a new online world and I get that, but I, that human connection, that one-on-one, like that is what I'm really missing when it comes to this whole COVID thing. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. hundred percent. So, so tell me, I mean, the thing that I really enjoyed about working with you in fitness um, is your energy that you bring to each and every class. You know, what was really cool. I think my favorite thing, and I think I can say this now is like, 
when you have a good song going and you like throw your little, you're snapping into it or you're like, you're like using your voice and you're like, yep, yep. And it's just like that high energy that you bring, I think it stands out with people to say, hey, this girl, she knows what we need to get motivated. And I, I think that goes a long way. Um, how, I guess, how, how do you feel about group training uh, as a whole? And how do you feel like it can benefit people? Well, group training is fabulous. You feed as an instructor, you feed off the energy of the class. The class feeds off the energy of you. The music itself also adds that tone of energy or that amp of energy. Um, I love it. It keeps you accountable. You, you meet that community of support where you know you can't skip out on your 9 a.m. workout because your crew will text you after and say, hey, where were you? You didn't show up today. What happened? You know, it adds that level of push. You know, you, you're running faster than me. I, if you can do it, I can do it. Um, yeah, I absolutely love group fitness. I do think there's a place for personal training as well. Mm, totally. Uh, but the energy in a group class can't be beat. So the one thing that um, uh, I, I have found with going live on Instagram and Facebook with the workouts and everything like that is it keeps your skills and it's an instructor almost on point. Like it's not exactly the same kind of um, feel that you would get in, in a studio or anything like that, but being, knowing that you have an audience at yes. the same time. Like I've been noticing that that has actually improved uh, my, my workouts themselves, but it's also um, really helped me not lose those, you know, instructions and the cueing and, and, and the things that make you a better trainer. How, how would you, how do you feel about that? Like, do you feel good in, in you know, uh, doing the Instagram lives and everything? I feel good doing the Instagram lives. However, I, I don't, you know, when you're teaching and you can relate, cause I know you're teaching great group class as well. When you're teaching a group class, you're feeding off of everybody else that's in that room with you. And when you're doing an Instagram live or a Facebook live and you're, yes, there's people commenting, but there's nobody else giving you a high five. There's no one else behind you hooting and hollering and cheering you on as well. So the, it's hard to feed off the energy of the people. However, the comments that you get and the comments that people leave after the workouts, the gratitude I feel after producing or putting out a live is almost equal to the energy and the gratitude I feel during a class. And that's the thing is it's, it's all guesswork right now. It's all trying to figure out this online space. Like, is it zoom? Is it Google hangouts? Is it Instagram live? Is it Facebook live? Should I do a membership site? Should I do that? Blah, 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 blah. Like there's a lot that goes into it. And I think just right now people want to move their bodies and, and the easiest way they can access that I think is, is really, really important at this point. Um, I, I want to speak about you personally and uh, have you been staying on track with your fitness? Like, how are you feeling during this time of COVID with like activity level and, you know, emotions and dealing with everything at this point? Well, I think like anybody, it's kind of been a bit of a roller coaster. I, uh, I have my days where I'm on, you know, I get up, I'm ready to move. I get a workout in, I got a couple virtual clients. I get my dog for a walk. The kids get school done. I'm on. And then there are days where I just, you know what, look at my to-do list for the day and I got to scratch a few things off. Realistically, it's just not a high energy day. And I think everybody has that, that roller coaster of energy and emotion and it's completely normal. So 
yes, I am staying on track. I'm getting four to six good workouts in a week. Um, but if I don't, I've learned that that's okay. And I see the barbells behind you. Uh, yeah, looks I, like you've got a pretty good setup at home right now too. So I do. What, I, what's, what's your training like? Like, what are you working? What kind of splits are you doing? How, how are you training yourself? <laughs> well, it's funny. And lots of people ask me this question. I, I'm not in my twenties anymore. I'm not super young. So doing all these hit workouts that everybody's promoting, uh, plus running outside because the weather's been great and it's hard on my body. So to do hit workouts six days a week, uh, run a couple times a week, it's just not feasible for me. So, you know, two to three times a week, I, I do strict weight training. I slow everything down, time under tension. I am lucky I have heavier weights um, to use or I slow it right down if I don't have the heavier or heaviest that I might need um, for two or three times a week. And then two or three times a week, I'll make sure I incorporate those runs or hip training. Um, so I, I can't do, I can't do six times a week of hit training. So my split is three and three if I can. Totally. And, and the thing is, I, like I can, I can visualize the people watching or listening to this right now. And they're like, what do you mean? She doesn't work hard hundred percent, six days per week. Right. And, and it's like, it's having that ability to not judge your workouts Getting the body in, getting the body moving, understanding what parts you need to be moving is is will go a lot further than forcing yourself to go for an hour run because it's part of your program, quote unquote. And stop looking at the calorie burn. Stop looking at the calorie burn. That's a big one. People get as much as I love my Apple Watch. I love knowing that I burnt a lot of calories in a HIIT workout, but that's not the main mm. What, totally. what is your why? Why are you working out today? Are you working out today because you need a half an hour of, you know, no kids. I need a half yeah. an hour away from my responsibility. Are you working out? You know, what is your why? That, yeah. That and see, for me this morning too is I was thinking like, what should I do this morning? I want to get the body moving. I was up early. Like, what can I do? I ended up doing a yoga session in my basement. I think my heart rate maybe got to 50% of my max. Like, but that's not what I was working today. I was working balance. I was working stability. I was working breathing. I was working stretching. Like it's, there's, it's not always about the Apple watch and it's not, you're, I mean, that's, you're hitting the nail on the head there too, right? Because you know, and, and we've seen it before where people have come up to you as a coach and been like, look how many calories I burned. I mean, you, you want to be supportive, but at the same time, you need to educate them because it's all about education to say, wow, that's great, Sally Ann. But at the same time, like, how did you feel? Like, did you feel out of breath the whole time? Were you hurting? Like, what was going on with your body? And, you know, what is that recovery like too? And that's a big thing. What do you feel like tomorrow? What does your body feel like tomorrow? And if tomorrow your body is sore and you, all you have in you is a walk with your dog, that, that needs to be okay too. And I, like, like, let's take that a step further too, because I think people put being sore on a pedestal after a workout, right? And they're like, how come I wasn't sore after that workout? It must not have been a good workout. Well, I mean, and, and getting sweaty too, like those two things right there. Yeah, they sound great. I mean, on paper to have a t-shirt that's sweaty and you've got dripping and, and I mean, that's good for Instagram, but at the same time, it's not necessarily a good sign of a good workout. 
it's not the only sign of a good work. Correct. Hard. It doesn't Correct. have to be there to say that you worked hard. In fact, you know, being a little bit sore after workout is not necessarily a bad thing, but it's not a must have. I mean, you know, Dom's, uh, it's going to happen and it, it is a good sign, but I think you're right. It's like, it doesn't need to be as high as people perceive it to be. Like when I see people, for example, oh, it's leg day. Now I can't walk up the stairs. And it's like, well, training should be amplifying your regular life and it should try to make it build or, uh, uh, better. But at the same time, if you're sore every single workout, maybe the volume's a little bit too high sometimes, right? I think it's, I think it's, it's totally, it's a balanced thing. That's for sure. Well, and if there was one work I did, what workout I did uh, where I couldn't walk for five days, what quality of life, you know, I hurt to walk. It hurt to sit down to go to the washroom. It hurt. I hurt for five days and I vowed like, I don't need to hurt for five days. I don't need that. That doesn't mean I had a better workout than if I, only hurt for a day or if I didn't hurt um so yeah I want to talk about workouts themselves because a lot of people are working out from home they may not have the setup that you've got behind you I mean if you're just listening to the audio there right now like she's got a squat rack I see a resistance band over her shoulder she's got barbells like there's a TRX up top there too so a lot of people some people don't have this type of equipment to work with I mean if you were Working out from home, you only had time for three bodyweight workouts per week. I guess, what would you focus on? What is kind of the split that you would imagine? And how would you go at it? Well, if I was only using bodyweight, I would hopefully invest in some mini bands. I think mini bands are a huge bonus to have in your pocket to, to pull out on those days where you have to work out at home. Get yourself some mini bands or resistance tubing or whatever you can find. I know fitness equipment right now is hard to find online. It's hard to find in stores. But if you could find yourself some mini bands, you're going to have a great workout um, just by adding that mini band. And the mini bands are, what, $10, $15. They're inexpensive. So if you could find mini bands, I'd totally add that. Uh, obviously, squats, lunges, push-ups, the bodyweight exercises that we all know. Everybody knows about the squat. Uh, everybody knows about a lunge or a push-up. You know, those would be the three bodyweight exercises that I would say, if you can add the mini bands, you can add rows, which are great. Um, yeah, lots, lots of options. Totally. It sounds like you're going, you love the compound movements for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I, I think what's interesting too is, is, like you said, people glamorize running and there's nothing wrong with running. If you enjoy hitting the pavement, that's great. Go out and run, do it five times per week if you enjoy it. Um, but I mean, resistance training has been proven to help with weight loss and fat loss, you know, uh, when it as much, if not more than cardio. Right. So I think it's important for, that people remember that too, is that resistance strength training is really, really important. One that I would one that I would add on or a couple that I would add on is a little bit of single leg, single arm work as well to focus on that balance. Right. So if you can do a, a, like a star plank from the one side and, you know, just focus on that balance and holding it and just being really mindful of the body step ups, that would be another one for me. Single leg deadlifts. I think that if you kind of program those into like, Oh my goodness. And it's, and it's different than those machines where the machines kind of you're on a track right? Can you can, so if you imagine the chest fly there, you're always on that track and you can't really make a mistake, which is fine to strengthen, but 
learning to use your body with body weight movements. I mean, that's, that's what I think a lot of people are learning right now. And I think that that's been really important to tell you the truth. I did an entire leg workout, an entire leg workout with not a single dumbbell, an entire mm. leg workout without a single dumbbell, without a single piece of equipment. Um, it was fabulous. And very, what fabulous. was it? What did you do? Stay tuned. I'm going to post it. On ah, my Instagram page. There you go. Okay. So let's do it. <laughs> we will do a quick plug here. What are your pages? Where can people find you before we go into the next question? All right, so my Instagram page is Chris10, like the number 10, Chris10fitness.ca. And then on Facebook, it's Chris10fitness. So K R I S 10 fitness. Fun. How is that not taken already, right? Well, it was taken on Instagram, so I had to add oh. the .ca. But... Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. Play on my name. Um, and I want to know too, I mean, you mentioned. Um, You've got the kids. I mean, you're, you're trying to get them through schooling. You're trying to be a mom. You've got a, you know, you've got the pet that you've got to walk. You've got to, I mean, you've, it sounds like you still are maintaining a pretty busy life. You know, if there are people out there listening or watching right now too, and they feel that there's just so much stress and so much anxiety, like right now, what, what would you? Oh, I lost you. Recommend as a fitness professional, um, but maybe get the body. Hello, hello. Do you hear me? Hello, hello. Do you hear me? I hear you now. You're back. I missed the middle part of that. All good. So let's. I'll start from the beginning. So okay. we had. I mean, you sound like a busy person. You've got the kids in school. You're you're still walking the dog. You're still trying to get four, five, six workouts in per week. If, if somebody's watching or listening and finds themselves in a similar uh, situation right now, and there's a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety with the COVID stuff. I mean, what would you recommend to kind of alleviate that, um, or at least help them through? All right. So a couple tips that I do for myself. I make a to-do list every day. Uh, there are things on that to-do list that are must-dos that aren't, are non-negotiable. They are things that I will do that day, 100%. I, I'm setting that must-do list. Then there are a few things on that list that, you know, if I get them done, it's bonus. But if I don't, no big deal. So a few of my examples, a few of my must-dos is, I make sure I make my bed every day. I'm going to get dressed every day. I'm going to walk my dog every day. Those are my must-dos. They are on every day's list. You know, on some days I add in, I'm going to do a strength workout today, or I'm going to do a HIIT workout today. And that's, that's a good, if I get that done, I'm going to feel real good. And then there's the bonus thing. So find your must-dos. What are your must-dos that you are going to do every day? I know making my bed, getting dressed makes me feel good. I'm going to do that every day. Then fill in with those things that these are the nice to do's. I'm going to do these. If I get them done, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to feel great. And then the filler. If I have time, if I'm feeling really good, I'm going to mop the floor. I'm going to get the kids out for a bike ride. I'm going to, you know, some of the things that would just be okay if you didn't get done. That has really, really helped me to set that to-do list every day. And you know what? Some days my to-do list, I only do the must-dos. Yeah. And that's okay. And I think, yeah, the, that's the thing is like my big fix or my big kick lately has been 
you know, can you do it or should you do it? Because there is a lot of pressure to should, should, should you, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. I should, you know, um, but do it because you can and you are able, right? So to understand the difference. And then at the end of the day, if you don't get it done, don't overjudge yourself, especially right now, especially right now, because we don't need, we need to be our biggest cheerleader. We don't need to be dragging ourselves down, especially when, I mean, the world is just crazy right now. We don't need to be dragging ourselves down. We, we need to, and I like that idea of, of the to-do list because, you know, even if you just had one thing on that list and that is your must do for the day, if you get one thing done, that that's fine, right? Let yeah. that be okay, right? And some days you'll wake up and you go, today my must do's, I'm gonna do six must do's. There are six mm-hmm. things that I'm gonna do and that, those are days you wake up, you feel great. Like today I woke up, the sun is shining. I've had a great day. Mm. Yesterday I woke up, it was kind of a little gray. I was feeling a little down. Wasn't a great day. I got my three must-dos done, but I didn't do much else. And that is okay. Um, one thing I do have to say is you and I live a fairly active life. It's part of our routine. Working out is eating healthy. Uh, living active is part of our routine. So if... Being active isn't part of your routine. Sometimes that accountability to show up for yourself just isn't there. Find yourself an accountability partner. Someone who says every Wednesday at one o'clock, we're going to get on Google Meet. I'm going to work out together. Or, you know, someone who texts you every Wednesday at one. You working out? You heading down to the gym now? That accountability partner will help you do the things that you necessarily aren't programmed to do on the regular. And totally. And I mean, as long as you're maintaining the physical distance distancing too, like you could totally like go for, go to Nose Hill or something like that. If you're living up North or, you know, hit, hit, uh, hit a pathway somewhere too, and just get that body moving. Like I yeah. love that idea of the accountability buddy for sure, because there is a lot of isolation right now, physically and mentally. And to just, you know, step away for a minute and have somebody who is somewhere else, maybe feeling the same way that you are, that could go a long way, not only for the physical, but the mental as well. 100%. And I think you had it on your Instagram today. Hire a coach. Maybe it's a good time to get a coach. That coach that's going to check in on you, that coach that's going to give you a personalized program for you to follow and that coach is gonna check on you and and make sure that you're getting it done and that the accountability is there. Um, These online programs are great, but not necessarily everybody can do just the regular online programs because there's injuries and lifestyle and you know, all those things that, that play a factor. Totally. Right. And, and I think that goes back to, to like listening to your body and actually listening, like not trying to put, I've said this before, put a round peg into a square hole. Like you don't have to force something because it's on my Instagram page. It's on your Instagram page. It's on, you know, the, the studio that you adore. Maybe it's on their YouTube channel. You know, if you're not feeling it for that specific day. And here's a good piece of advice I got from a, um, a strength coach at the University of Calgary. Um, oh, no, sorry. He's with Winsport. Um, he said there's... Um, there's no bad movement. There's poorly timed movement and there's poorly coached movement. So what does that mean? I mean, if we were to say, if in the morning you, 
your knees hurt and you're not able to do squats, well, then you need to modify and you need to know how to modify in that specific situation. Poorly timed as well, right? Like, so um, same thing. If you're, you know, uh, not getting enough rest in your exercise, right? And you're, you're forcing yourself to the next one by still having that heart rate elevated, you know, like taking the rest that you need during your workout is, is what I'm trying to say. I think that that's really important. So, you know, I've been, I've been focusing on that big too, you know, if, is it, is it properly timed and is it properly coached? Like that, that to me is like really, really important. And do you enjoy it? Do you enjoy it? Cause if you don't enjoy it, you're not going to do it. Yeah. So if you've bought a membership to a certain site and you for one, aren't feeling good doing the workouts and you're not enjoying it. Was it worth it? Yeah. Yeah. What is, what is something that you really enjoy that is kind of like, um, you know, not with the norm when it comes to a fitness professional, like for example, me, like I really, really enjoy hill sprints. Like not a lot of people love them, but I, for some reason, like it's 10 minutes of work. That's one of my favorite workouts to do. I guess, you know, do you have one of your favorite moves that is kind of not really normal or popular, I guess is a better word. That's a tough question. Cause if you had asked me if there's something I don't enjoy doing, I could answer that in a second. <laughs> okay. Let's go there. What, what don't you enjoy doing? And I guess, I, I like, have you tried it? Have you given it a fair shake? Like what kinds of things? <laughs> can I say hill sprints? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely you can. <laughs> I, um, I have always in my had in my head that I was never a runner. I'm not a runner. I don't enjoy it. I don't like it. I'm not a runner. But I do have to tell you, once I got the notion that I didn't have to be the best runner out of my head, I'm a very competitive person. Lots of people in, in the fitness industry are competitive. Uh, and I always strive to be the best. I want to be the best. I want to be better. Uh, I want to be faster. And once I got that mentality out of my head, I learned that I actually do enjoy running. But I can't run in a race because I, I always want to be first. And I, because I'm very competitive. Uh, and I, I get a little bit upset when I'm not first. So when I learned just to run, to run with no time in mind and no concrete distance to achieve, I learned that I actually really enjoyed running. So I don't know if running would be one that I would say I dislike or I now like, um, but it's something that I definitely had to change my mindset on. You know, it's one I really want to try Zumba. I still have yet to do a Zumba class, but I really, 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 there's something about me that just wants to try it to see if that would be worth it. Well, I would love to come with you. <laughs> Let's get it done. Let's commit right now to doing a Zumba class because you know what? I, I have the worst coordination. Seriously, like this is my best dance move right here. You know what I mean? <laughs> do you watch Friends? Do you watch, do you watch Friends at all? Yeah. Chandler. Chandler. Imagine Chandler dancing. That is me. Like to a, I cannot dance. Ask my wife. She will. We had to I, practice our, our first dance at our wedding because that's how bad I am. I'm not a bad dancer. However, uh, Zumba, I have done Zumba a couple times and I can keep the rhythm. I do have beats. Like I can stay on beat. What I don't have is that movement, like the way they just, yeah, I find Zumba actually pretty hard. Totally. Totally. Um, I want to know too. I mean, you've got kids. 
um, you know, trying to navigate the schooling and everything like that too. How do you keep them active? Like, is there a phys ed class? Like what, what's going on right now in your, in your world? All right. So my kids are a little bit older. They're, um, 11 and 13. I have two boys who love video games and their phones and computer games. Um, I used to stress over screen time a ton. We have limits on their screen time. Um, and I'll get to that in a second, but we also make sure that they are involved in sports. And because sports are now all canceled, we struggled with, with it for a while. What are we going to do? They can't, they're no longer playing soccer. They're no longer outside. What can we do? I was very, very thankful that the soccer club, uh, came with virtual soccer. So now they meet three times a week with their team and do online drills so that they are um, a part of a team still and, and doing on-ball work. They do it in the, our gym in our basement here, which is great. And then the Virtual Soccer um, Academy has assigned fitness for the boys to do. So we have just penciled it into their schedule that they will do fitness twice a week. Uh, when the weather's nice, I make them come for, I make them, I force them. Yes, I have to force them. They don't willingly come for dog walks. And as a parent, sometimes I'm not above bribing. <laughs> we'll walk to Starbucks or we'll walk to the grocery store. You can get a treat. Um, so those have been my, my savior, bribing. Uh, maybe that's bad parenting advice, but I'm doing what I have to do right now. Uh, I also had to give up the notion a little bit about screen time because I realized that the kids put on those earphones and they are talking to their friends in those video games. So they're using some of that time as their social outlet, which I think is so important for their mental health. I still limit it. I still limit it to a couple hours a day, but I did extend it over what we um, had in place prior to this, so. Totally, and everything's just so new right now. Like, it's, I, I don't think there is I mean, it goes back to the fitness that you can't overjudge yourself when it comes to things like, that. like same thing. Like my daughter's almost four and she's, we had her on the, the computer the other day talking to her grandma for about an hour. And it's like, you know, the mental, the mental thing is, is just as important as the physical too. And I mean, like my, like I'm getting together with my work friends and we're doing a poker game if not every weekend, maybe every, every other weekend, because I think that social aspect and even me and you connecting right now, like this is just, it's great to actually connect with someone who's not the people that you see on an everyday basis in your own home. And let's be honest, uh, Justin, you're still working, uh, but whose screen time hasn't gone up tenfold? Mine has, you know, if I honestly take a look at myself and look at my usage of screen time since COVID uh, quarantine, it's, I think it, my last report said I was up 100%. <laughs> so Yeah, it it's not easy. easy. It, it is what it is. And that's the thing. As long as we just remember that this is temporary and this is not something that, you know, is going to dwell for the rest of our lives, I think that that will be the gateway to get out of this. Uh, as long as we're doing it together, I think that that's, that's, that's the way to go, in my opinion. Well, and let's be honest, it's, the weather has not been excuse me, it has not been beautiful up until recently. So getting outside hopefully will become a little bit more inviting and easier as the weather 
stays nice like it is today. Cross it. Yeah, down. absolutely. Well, Kristen, this has been great because I think a lot of people will gain some value out of this, especially if they're, they're stuck at home, still trying to find a training program. I think that the workouts that I've seen you do uh, though they are amazing. It's just like, I tried the, I tried the other one that you posted the other day and it's just, it's, it's nice. It's a good breath of fresh air to see somebody else's programming to, um, try something new. Right. And I think that so thank you. Thank you so much for continuing to post and being that motivator for a lot of people. Cause I think that they need that right now. Thank you. And, and same to you, same to you. It is always nice to try someone else's program sometimes. Right. Absolutely. Kristen, anything else you want to add here before I uh, send you on your way? Uh, I just want to say thank you. Thank you. I want to say I'm grateful. Um, I'm grateful for the connection that I have in this community of fitness in Calgary and area. Uh, I'm thankful and grateful for my health. I'm thankful and grateful for the, my body and the fact that I can still move it. And I encourage everybody, everybody who is able to move to move. Uh, and, and do so every day. Move your body every day. Wicked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just to avoid any despair there, I think that that's the best way to do it. That's the best approach. Like walk, if that's where you're limiting it, right? Just walk. Just yeah. walk and move that body. Like it doesn't have to be too, too much. Start there and then slowly, slowly build up once you feel ready. Right. And I said this in a, in a live workout one day and, and I got a couple private message that it really hit home. Uh, you know, where you are at in your journey might be somebody else's goal in their journey. So, you know, don't beat yourself up from where you're at. Just keep going, just keep going, move your body. Um, things will change and we'll get back. We'll get back, uh, to our normal or to a new normal anyways. And, uh, yeah, be thankful for your health. Wicked. Okay, well, Kristen, I'm going to stop recording here, but just hang out for one second. I just want to say goodbye. Sounds good. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Calgary Fitness Podcast. If you enjoyed this, make sure you give it a five-star rating. You know, it's funny, the people that give this podcast a rating, I am so grateful for the attention that you pay to this podcast and listening to it in its entirety because we know that Calgary is a beautiful place and there's a lot of stories to be told. So give it a five-star rating, share it with someone that you know, that would be awesome. Have a good day.